When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day and welcome to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Today we're going to be doing a field goal percentage punt guide, talking about the advantages, disadvantages, the common mistakes, and a little bit of a mock draft example at the end. Let's go! talking about G'day and welcome again to the Ball Boys Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Casey, and you can find me on Twitter at Ball Boys Fantasy. And like we said, guys, we're going to be going through our field goal percentage punt guide in today's podcast. If you haven't already, I would highly recommend going back and checking out our how to punt guide. So just the general look at punting as a strategy. Talk, uh, look, look at our rankings video that we did a few podcasts ago in terms of what rankings actually mean. And also we have done a free throw percentage punt guide already as well. That was our most recent podcast. So you can go check that one out after today's podcast. But today we're going to be talking about the field goal percentage punt guide, which is uh, probably now the most popular punt build. Um, it probably was the free throw percentage a few years ago, but now because of the plethora of three-point shooting volume guards that make up the top of fantasy uh, rankings and are drafted early in our snake drafts at uh, fantasy basketball draft season, these guys are often the ones that dominate the strategy for punters out there. So let's get stuck into the advantages of punting the field goal percentage. Now, the field goal percentage, if we're looking at it as a category, it is primarily, not always, but primarily dominated by big men. And a lot of the time, the big men who dominate this category also do very little else. They they maybe dominate in field goal percentage, boards, and blocks, and they have low turnovers. But those guys don't often... Now, of course, there are exceptions, like Nikola Jokic, who was one of the best field goal percentage guys in the league, but he was the number one pick, um, who they don't often give us points. They don't often give us threes or assists and steals. So when you ignore the field goal percentage category, those type of players, which are very concentrated in their value, 
drop dramatically in terms of the value to your team. So you're left with more of a pool of players who give you a more spread out um, statistical, I guess, game, and they give you more help in a lot of those other categories, which can help lead to a more balanced team. And so that, I think, is a really big thing to keep in mind as well. Field goal percentage is also a very volatile category. Much like the free throw percentage, it probably is a little bit less volatile year to year, but definitely week to week. So um, one of the advantages of this punt guide is it sort of eliminates, well, not eliminates the threat of shooting slumps because obviously if you're in a shooting slump, you're not going to be scoring as much. You're not going to be hitting as many threes. But if you're in a shooting slump um, and a player is going through a cold stretch, that can affect a lot of categories. But if we just take out one of the variables that is field goal percentage, it can sort of lessen the blow a little bit. And at least if someone's not shooting well from the field, but they're still taking a lot of attempts, you can still get you know a few threes out of the player. They still might go and score a lot. Maybe they get to the free throw line a fair bit and score their points that way. But the... Um, the sting of them shooting poorly is taken out because every player, most players, even the best players in the NBA will go through a shooting slump at some point. And if it's in your fantasy uh, playoffs or your finals, um, that can definitely be something that is very unfortunate and is a little bit little bit of luck involved in terms of the timing of fantasy basketball in head-to-head uh formats especially. So if you can take that variable out of it, it is a good way to at least mitigate or reduce the... Um, the luck component to a certain degree in fantasy hoops. And the last thing here is that it pairs well with other big man punts. So if you're going to punt field goal percentage, it also pairs well with um, punting rebounds or punting blocks or punting all three. Um, so you can build a very strong guard wing heavy team, um, which is a very formidable uh strategy and build that you can go through when doing fantasy basketball drafts. So we'll get when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Stuck into that a little bit more later on, but let's also go through maybe some of the disadvantages to punting field goal percentage compared to other ones. And I've just realized that on my title here, it still has the free throw percentage, so we're going to go ahead and change that real quickly on the fly here. There we go, a little bit of magic there. Punt field goal percentage guide, not punt free throws. Um, So, yes, compared to the free throw percentage, uh, I'll skip ahead to the second point. There's probably not as much upside. Now, what I mean when I say that, we discussed on the previous podcast that free throw percentage has the highest changes and fluctuations in value because of all the categories, especially some of the league worst free throw percentage contributors like a Giannis, like a Steven Adams, and all of these other guys, Claxton, Gobert, Zion Williamson, 
the field goal percentage doesn't quite have those extreme negatives. So when you punt it, you're not creating as much of a change in value. However, what you are doing is on the flip side, those guys who are really dominant in field goal percentage no longer have that huge boost in value to you. So that can also change things in the other respect. There are probably more players who are elite and dominant in field goal percentage than there are players who are elite and dominant in free throw percentage. So the boost you're getting from punting the field goal percentage is not necessarily your increasing the value of the players who shoot poorly from the field. There's also a big advantage to decreasing the value of guys who are elite in that category because, like we said before, those guys who are elite at those categories are not very good in a lot of other categories. So it's kind of a different way of thinking compared to a free throw percentage because in free throw percentage, there's not actually that many guys who are truly, truly elite. There's maybe... According to last year, there was only four players over a two um, a Z score um, versus a field goal percentage. There is one, two, three. Oh, there's a few guys closer, maybe six guys above that 1.9. A lot of guys over 1.5 versus in the free throw percentage. There's only a handful who are over one standard score above um, average. So I think it is a little bit more of a telling story of where the value is. But in terms of that sheer increase in value, not as much as the free throw percentage. And then many of the early guards in fantasy basketball drafts are poorer field goal percentage. So this can lead to it being a very popular strategy and it can lead to a lot of your other people in the league doing a similar strategy to you because you can have in the first round three or four guys that you might think of as punt field goal percentage players so when there's multiple of you guys kind of doing the same strategy, then that can lead to the value not being as much there because you're all kind of having the similar kind of boards anyway. And if you're all punting the same things, well, then the point of punting is kind of gone now because you now have a similar board. And if you were all not punting, it'd be the same kind of effect. So for that reason, that could kind of take a little bit of the value out of it if a lot of you guys have the same idea. Um, so those are the advantages and disadvantages. Let's go through the top 25 guys who are boosted by uh, field goal percentage. What I mean by that is the players who were finished in the top 25 last year, which of them had field goal percentage as their worst category? And there are six players here. Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum, Van Vliet, Fred Van Vliet, that is, uh, James Harden, LaMelo Ball, and Paul George. So six players out of the top 25. And of the punt guys that we're going to do, this is by far the most. We had three players in the free throw percentage um, group. And this one is more than the next two in terms of points and assists that we're going to do in the coming days. So definitely the most common um, weakness in the guys in the top 25 is that field goal percentage because a lot of them are your dominant guards that are shooting lots of threes. The more threes you shoot, the poorer your field goal percentage is generally. There are exceptions, obviously, but this is, again, one of those reasons that we sort of said that it is a common strategy that a lot of people can use because if you draft two of these guys in your first couple of drafts, which a lot of teams will be doing, 
then you're in a tough position to kind of make up that field goal percentage. You can do it easily, quite easily, but sometimes a lot of people will just go, okay, no, nah, let's, let's not worry about it. Let's make my field goal percentage poor. And this is where the advantage of doing a soft punt might come into play uh, as well. So definitely something for us to keep in mind, but it is, of course, by, the, by all these punt builds, the most common weakness in these good players. So let's talk about the guys who are boosted the most. Now, in this list here, we have a number of different players. We'll go through them. The, the worst field goal percentage guy, the guy that has boosted the most, is Fred Van Vliet, who's shot under 40% for multiple seasons. LaMelo Ball at number two. Terry Rozier at number three. Cade Cunningham at number four. Trey Young at five. Jalen Green at six. Damian Lillard at seven. James Harden at eight. Clay Thompson at nine. And Dylan Brooks at 10. Now, the thing you'll notice on this one, 10 out of 10 are guards. They are all guards in here, or at least guard eligible. Some of them might be more considered wings, but they're all guard eligible on all the fantasy uh, platforms. So you are not, you're not valuing those bigs as highly as other teams are who are maybe not punting field goal percentage. So that can lead into one of the biggest mistakes that we talk about, which is overdrafting guards. Now, we had the very opposite mistake in the previous video in uh, free throw percentage, but it's probably even more so happening here because, like we said, 10 out of 10 guys who were the biggest beneficiaries of this punt were guards. So you might see those guards shoot up really, really high on your draft board. If we, again, go over to Fantasy Basketball Basketball Monster, if I bring you guys back over here... um, we will find that if I go and punt the field goal percentage category, if I even if I just look at the top of the board here, look at where a player like Nikola Jokic is. He was the ninth ranked player last year if you take out field goal percentage and all of the players ahead of him except for Joel Embiid, Shea, Damian Lillard, Tatum, Fred Van Vliet, Steph Curry, Tyrese Halliburton, Kyrie Irving. There's only two guys in here in Tatum and Embiid who aren't guards. So you can quite easily fill your team with guards. Um, if we look a bit further down, Donovan Mitchell, uh, LaMelo Ball, Luca, Chris Paul, OG, all these guys get a big boost. Trey Young, DeJounte Murray, Anthony Edwards, all these guys get a big boost, whereas the, the big guys, you know, Jokic, Anthony Davis, uh, Miles Turner, all of these guys drop way back down. Sabonis is right down here at number 55. Bam is at 57. Claxton's way back at 64. All of these guys, which will be typically going at, you know, the points in the draft where you can get them, are dropping right back down. So that can lead to sometimes passing on these guys in favor for a guard or a wing that might benefit your build a little bit more. But this can lead to um, talking about the third one here, Punting too many categories unnecessarily. You still want to try and find your rebounds or your blocks or have someone who can, you know, have fewer turnovers if you care about those kind of things. Um, If you are not wanting to go into that four-category punt bigs build, and it can be very easy to find yourself in that build, especially, I probably think even more so in the punt field goal percentage than a punt free throw percentage build. It can be easier to find yourself in that just completely punting all big men stats. So it is very important in my um, view to, even though those bigs might not be valued quite as highly as some of those guards and wings, 
I still think it is very important to fill those positions um, and fill them with guys that are going to help you in those areas that you need help with. Maybe you're looking for big guys who give you assists. Maybe someone like an Alperen Sengun or big guys who are really good free throw percentage shooters like a Kristaps Porzingis, um, like a Carl Anthony Towns or those kind of type players. They might not be quote-unquote ranked as high as other guys, but when they are filling a position compared to their, you know, positional uh, counterparts, you know, like Nicholas Claxton, they're going to be 40 spots ahead of those other guys that you could fill that position with and therefore more valuable than taking a guy in a different position who, like, might be ahead of them in terms of their rankings, but compared to someone else you can draft in that same position the next round, the difference might not be quite as big. So it is important to get those big men that still help you in the other categories you're looking to be good at. So that is a very important thing here. And then the last thing is, most of the time, you're going to be flooded with three-pointers. When you're getting guys who are poor field goal percentage or at least boosted in that field goal percentage category, usually you're going to get guys who are shooting a lot of threes. And we know that threes are the easiest category to find on the waiver wire. Lots of players shoot threes. So it is probably the least valuable category to be targeting early in drafts. So sometimes, again, we talked about soft punts. When I'm punting field goal percentage, what I will also do is downweight my three-point category because I'm going to find it by accident. I'm going to be getting a lot of threes without even trying. So what I'm trying to do is just turn around that category and make it a little bit more less important uh, for my team, especially early on, because I'm really trying to find those points. I'm trying to find those assists, those steals, the free throw percentage. I'm trying to boost those categories, which are much harder to increase later, and we'll talk about statistical scarcity in another video, Um, but that's something that I find is a big mistake that people make. They chase guys who score threes, and that's great in terms of their ranking, but then at the end, similar to like the the field goal percentage guys in the previous video, you're going to have a team where you're going out and shooting 153s and beating your opponent by 53s each week. There's not that much value in dominating that category. You don't need to be the best. You just need to be very competitive, um, but you need to be very competitive in a range of categories as well. So those are some of the biggest mistakes that I see people make when doing this punt build. Um, So with that being said, we're going to go, and this one might be a bit of a shorter video compared to the other one. We're going to go and do a bit of a, I guess, a mock draft in a few different scenarios. So if we bring back Basketball Monster here, if we go through, and let's say we turn off that punt field goal percentage build again, of course, Basketball Monster kicks us out again. Let's go through. So if you went down now, who would be the players that you might consider a punt field goal percentage starting piece? Now, of all of them, I don't think there's necessarily someone that you need to immediately go with that build. I think in all players, the, the the two guys that I would consider going straight into a punt field goal percentage build, if you're drafting them in the first round, the first one here is Damian Lillard. So I think he's definitely someone to consider as that guy is a punt field goal. He is, um, you know, of the first round guys, or at least the guys that finished in the first round, the worst player when it comes to field goal percentage, nearly onesie scored down from average. Um, and then the next guy here is Jason Tatum. Now, the reason I bring up Jason Tatum is because he's a power forward eligible player. So he can get you the rebounds that you need. Um, His blocks, whilst they're not elite, they're nearly at one block per game. Um, So you are getting some of those other big man stats. 
um, plus his elite scoring and assists for a guy who is in the power forward eligible player is extremely valuable. So whilst he not might not be as valuable as a Damian Lillard, you can in the next round get someone like a Fred Van Vliet, like a Trey Young that does the things that Lillard does, maybe not to the extent that Lillard does, but in that similar vein, and you've already locked away a powerful eligible player. So keeping those in mind. Other guys you can have a look at that might be first-round guys this year, someone like a Lamelo Ball, who I think might be drafted in that range and was drafted there last year. James Harden is another guy here as well um, that could potentially be that first-round player. But let's say we start with a draft and we draft Jason Tatum. He's going to be our power forward. The next thing we're going to look at here is... Well, actually, no, sorry. Let's let's maybe do a Damian Lillard. He's the most classic example for this for this purpose. So we draft Damian Lillard. We come around to the next round. Who are we looking for? We can look at getting a Fred Van Vliet, who, when we looked at that punt build, he was definitely right up there. So we punted the field goal percentage. Fred Van Vliet was the fifth highest rate player. So we can get him. He's going to really help our steals, help our assists, help our threes. But... What we probably need to keep in mind is we're talking about statistical scarcity. What's going to be harder to find later? The threes and steals, which Fred Van Viet are, is elite in. Or if we looked at someone like a Trey Young, for example, he's elite in scoring, he's elite in free throw percentage. Their free throw um, impact is probably... Uh, similar. In fact, actually, no. Trey Young's is nearly twice as good. So he's going to be elite in those three categories. Now, in my opinion, this is where we would go someone like a Trey Young and lock away, get those points and assists really, really high. The free throw percentage really, really high. We've got a really good buffer in that category. Hard to do later. And we're going to go here. But that means now we've got two guards. So let's say in the third round, we're looking at maybe trying to square away a guy who can provide us Right now, our blocks are really, really down because we've got the um, the point one blocks from uh, Trey Young. We've got the point three blocks from uh, Damian Lillard. So we have a decision to make. We have to decide, okay, am I going to be trying to be punting blocks and field goal percentage? Should I be just punting field goal percentage and try and save it a little bit? I also need to concentrate on my rebounds. So I probably need to start to look at some of the big men who provide me good value. So what we can do, again, we can go in and, and maybe unselect some of these other positions and we can look at some of the big men. Now, this year, you can, might even see someone like a um, Carl Anthony Towns dropping away down down boards. Kristaps Porzingis sometimes slides because of his injury risk, dealing with plantar fasciitis at the moment. Sometimes Paul George might be there. Now, he doesn't really provide us those classic big men stats, but he at least does fill that power forward position. So maybe we are leading a bit more into that two or three category punt. So we've got some decisions to make, um, Carl Anthony Towns. Now, in this build, Carl Anthony Towns is only the 41st ranked player, but drafting him here in the third round in the 20s or 30s is still probably a good play because then I can fill that center position and get the nearly five assists that he gives me, get me the um, threes that he gives me, give me the good free throw percentage that he gives me from that center position. Um, so despite him not ranking as well as this spot, I still think he's a really good target to get here. Same with maybe a Miles Turner. I maybe if I wanted to salvage those blocks, getting someone like him just in that one play can really 
catapult me back into contention in that category. So a few different ways we can go here. Maybe I'll wait another round and try to target someone like a Julius Randle or a Pascal Siakam potentially might be available and he's center eligible. And again, you've got the assists. You've got um, you know the assists from both these guys. Um, Julius Randle gives you the threes. The poorer free throw percentage, but because I went heavy with the Trey Young, Damian Lillard pick earlier, I can absorb that pretty comfortably. Um, so that's the advantage of doing that a little bit earlier. So those are kind of the forks in the road. And again, I won't go through a full mock with you guys because it's obviously very early on and we don't know exactly where players are going. But those are the kind of decisions that you will have early on if you are talking about punting a field goal percentage and deciding on, okay, am I going to salvage the blocks? Am I going to salvage the rebounds? Or am I going to lean more into those heavy punts? But you can kind of see how early on, even in those first three to four picks... You can really dig yourself into a hole by going too hard on those guards early and finding yourself in a position where you just have to punt all of those big man categories, even though you maybe weren't trying to do so early on in the draft. So just something to keep in mind, guys. And um, yeah, I think this one might be a nice and short, sweet episode. So if you guys do enjoy these punt guides, let me know down in the comments below over on YouTube. Give me a big thumbs up if you are enjoying it and make sure you guys are subscribed over on YouTube, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And uh, we'll see you next time. We're talking punting assists next time. Laters. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.